In this episode, we look at South Sudan's tax rate hike and also Kenya's inflation rate, touching a 2017 high. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Rufa Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at the Dong. South Sudanese citizens are struggling to make ends meet as the National Revenue Authority plans to double taxes on imported commodities. The country's revenue body issued an order last week raising the tax exchange rate on imported goods from the initial 45 South Sudanese pounds to 90 South Sudanese pounds per US dollar. It comes into effect in August. South Sudan is grappling with an economic downturn and the country's currency has fallen to a record low against the US dollar, leading to reduced earnings from oil exports. A call doc, political analyst and managing partner at Oras Consulting joins us for this episode to give us more insight. How much of an effect will the taxes have on the cost of living? Also, is this the right time to increase taxes? The government of the Republic of South Sudan has recently just introduced plans to increase taxes. The tax increase include raising taxes on custom levies, uh, corporate uh, profit tax, uh, and payroll tax. And these taxes are supposed to, in a way, increase revenue for the government. And this is the introduced plan by the government through the National Revenue Authority and the Customs uh, Service. Now, the biggest challenge for the government and is right now is the issue of inflation, um, low economic output, and uh, high food prices. When most of it is as a result of recovery from the global pandemic, but also from the Russia-Ukraine crisis. And so, in a way, this is going to affect consumers. It's mostly going to affect consumers and your in your low and your poor to middle class people. Because when you raise taxes on business profits, it's going to affect uh, the business ability to do investments. So many businesses have to take pay more money in taxes, which means they're not going to do investments. Some of these investments might include expanding one of their divisions, investing in the construction of uh, uh, office space, uh, investing in expanding their business operations or diversifying their business, which means that this money is not going to go to creating jobs that would have gone into that project. It's going to go to the government. And when you increase prices on customs duty, you're affecting people importing. You already have high import costs because the people who are going to be importing goods are going to pass this cost off to the consumer. And when they pass this cost off to the consumer, it's going to increase prices, which are already high in, in the market. And it's going to be very tough. And when you and payroll tax is going to affect your earners, your wage earners, because if you're somebody who earns wages, you have to pay more of your salary to the government. When prices are already high, you're taking a lot of their purchases and power away. This is definitely not the right time to raise taxes. I don't think this is the right time to raise taxes. And uh, this proposal, the proposal is being debated in the parliament as we speak. But I also think that this is going to add to inflation and greatly affect the economic condition of many people. Because when you target businesses and earners, you're affecting how much they're going to spend to the market because you already have high inflation. When you have high inflation and high food prices, people are reluctant to spend. They're going to cut back on their spending. On top of that, people are going to have less money to spend because their wages and their business profits are are taxed and they have to pay that money to the government. I don't think this is a good time. What is the reaction from traders and policymakers and what recommendations have been floated to government in regards these tax rate hikes? I think some key recommendations should be, number one, I believe that the rising of taxes is not the current time. 
this is not an adequate time to increase taxes and it should be halted immediately. And number two, I think that the government should immediately enter austerity phase and halt developmental projects and focus on operations and salaries. Because in the current situation we have now, uh, many people have gone months without their salaries. I and mean, the Minister of Finance has stressed that he's working on the clearing of arrears of salaries and he's working on funding some uh, commitments that they've had. So the priority should be is how do we ensure market stability? And then from there, we can grow. But most importantly, you need a harmonious relationship between traders and the, gov and the government and key policymakers. Without that, you're not going to have harmonious uh, relationship and you're going to have increased prices in the market. I think some key recommendations should be, number one, I believe that the rising of taxes is not the current time. Uh, this is not an adequate time to increase taxes and it should be halted immediately. And number two, I think that the government should immediately enter austerity phase and halt developmental projects and focus on operations and salaries. Because in the current situation we have now, uh, many people have gone months without their salaries. I mean, the Minister of Finance has stressed that he's working on the clearing of arrears of salaries and he's working on funding some uh, commitments that they've had. So the priority should be is how do we ensure market stability? And then from there, we can grow. But most importantly, you need a harmonious relationship between traders and the, gov and the government and key policymakers. Without that, you're not going to have harmonious uh, relationship and you're going to have increased prices in the market. A quick look at the other stories making it into the podcast. Kenya's inflation rate in the month of July posted a rise to hit its highest level since 2017, touching 8.3% from 7.9% recorded in June. Kenya National Bureau of Statistics says the increase was due to a rise in food and non-alcoholic beverages index, which surged 15.3% in a year to the period under review. Retail prices for key food items have shot up sharply, according to the latest data by KNBS, according to the Bureau. Carrots, loose maize grain and non-aromatic white rice saw their prices rise by 13%, 9.7%, and 4.2% respectively. Price increments were also noted on beans, green gums, kumawiki, beef, and cabbages. However, on a year-on-year -year basis, Kenyans have had to pay more for key food items and electricity. For instance, retail prices for wheat flour, maize flour, and cooking oil have risen 46%, 29.4%, and 46.5% respectively. On the other hand, retail prices for kerosene have shot up 30.5% within a year, same as diesel and super petrol, whose prices have increased 29.8% and 25% respectively. Despite cooking gas prices dropping by 3.7% between June and July as a result of finally added tax reduction on LPG, prices of a 13 kilogram cylinder have also gone up by 29.5% when compared to July last year. Stanbic Bank Nigeria PMI increased to 53.2% in July of 2022 from 50.9% in June as a return to growth in output and stronger inflows of new orders helped underpin a further improvement in operating conditions in the Nigerian private sector. Businesses increased their purchasing activity at the strongest rate for five months, while stocks increased sharply. Despite stronger inflows of new work, employment growth eased and was marginal amid elevated costs and subsequent pressures on profits. Purchase and output price inflation accelerated to four-month highs in July, with unfavorable exchange rate movements and higher fuel costs behind the latest round of inflation. Nevertheless, sentiment improved from June and farms reported hopes of securing greater business investments. Business captains in the region are optimistic that business in the East African Community Bloc will increase by 11% in 2022 and 2023. 
the East African Business Community Barometer on Business and Investment links the slight optimism to perception of business owners on the effectiveness of measures introduced by governments in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Several states imposed key discretionary actions and policies in 2020 and 2021 to limit the human and economic impact of the pandemic. From the report, businesses in Burundi, Kenya, Rwanda and Uganda reported reduced cost of doing business, while those in South Sudan and Tanzania felt that the costs increased during the pandemic and recovery relative to a year before the pandemic. On the business outlook during 2022 into 2023, more businesses in Rwanda, South Sudan and Tanzania are optimistic about improvements in the business climate and performance. Most entities are also upbeat that governments will put in place interventions for business recovery from the losses suffered during the pandemic. A number are looking forward to expanding their businesses to other markets within the East Africa community post the pandemic. From the report, businesses in Tanzania stood out with an optimistic view of the outlook across all dimensions. And a quick look at the markets. All prices extended losses on Monday, with the WTI crude futures sinking almost 6% to below $93 a barrel, close to levels not seen since March. PMIs for China and Europe showed weakness in factory activity as COVID-19 flare-ups and a weakening global outlook weighed on demand. Traders now await the OPEC Plus meeting outcome, where the oil cartel is likely to stick to its policy of modest supply increases amid capacity constraints and underinvestment in oil fields, keeping the global supply tight. In July, oil prices were down almost 7%, the first back-to-back monthly loss since the late 2020. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit our website, that is kfinancial.com. Don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at K Financial, and you can find me at the Don't.